Right, I've updated the list and I've sent it. Oh, my phone. I hate it when you know when you want this, your phone goes off. Oh, that's from you. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast with me, Ant, and I'm here again with Dave. Hi. And we will start today with uh, news from the PlayStation Plus. So we've on the PlayStation 4, we've got Rhyme, uh, which yeah. hasn't been out that long. And uh, no. Nap, which has been out a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah, Nap, how long has the PlayStation 4 been out? Oh, Four no. years. Four, Four years five, this year or no. five this year? Five this year, I think. So next, like four and a half years old, let's say maybe no, a bit. That's a bit harsh. Probably four years and two months old, something like that. Mm. Um, Rome, that's an interesting one. Sony had the exclusive deal on that, didn't they? And then something went. Was it Rome? Was Rome? Wasn't it? Yeah, it was then, actually. I forgot about this. Then something went wrong, and then obviously I'm gonna. I always think when a game that's not that old, like Rome, hits PlayStation Plus, initial sales haven't been great. Mm. Do you do you get that impression, or do you think, or could it be the opposite way where they've basically sold that many, then no, sales have slowed right down, so let's just start giving it away? It's one of those, isn't it? Um, yeah, it could, really it, could be, it could be either, couldn't it? I mean, it yeah. came out at a higher price point than I was expecting. Twenty twenty two pounds was it? Yeah, it was high. Was that, wasn't it? <laughs> How much? It was more on Switch. I think it was thirty quid on Switch. Yeah. Um. And they charged even more for the physical of copy on Switch. Yeah, that's like understandable said, with a cartridge. Yeah, this was this was shown pre PlayStation Four launch, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, it's like one of the games that was coming. It looked really cool, really interesting. Yeah. Um, and then Sony said, "No, we we're not. It's not exclusive to us anymore." Then it came out. It got okay reviews. Yeah. I. I wanted it, but I was just put off by the price, so I thought I'll wait for a sale. And I've been looking at it yes. again recently because it's. I've just finished the two games I was playing, or the three games I was playing on Switch have all concluded mm-hmm. this month. So I was looking for something. Was I think it was in the January sale, wasn't it? It was, but not cheap enough. No, because I was tempted to grab it in the January sale, but I thought, you know what? For, I think it was 14 or £15 pounds in the sale or something like that. And I was like, mm. Mm, there's, a, there's other games I want. And I could get two or three of those games for the price of one. Yeah. No, I'm pleased it's gone. PlayStation Plus. That's for sure. Because I, yeah, I, yeah, I did want to play it. And nothing's, nothing's nicer than well, that's what I was going to say on a positive note. Everybody I know has played it. said it was really enjoyable. A couple of them have said it's one of the favourite games. Not favourite games ever, but favourite games of last year. Oh, that's cool. So... Yeah, I think for the people who are, it's just an odd one because it come it comes out like four days before Shadow of the Colossus, yeah. <laughs> or three days. Mm. So a bit gutting. Well, no, actually, I think it's a day because Shadow of the Colossus. I saw an advertisement today for seven days to go, so it's a day before. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and the, I'm not going to say they're similar, but I suppose in how would you say atmosphere? Mm, there was the, when it, when they first showed it, it looked very much like. Not Shadow of the Colossus, Ico. but Ico, which yeah. is, you know, closely related. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, it gave me vibes of that mixed with a little bit of Zelda. So I was very yeah. excited for it. But yeah, it's got, I mean, I've been hearing reviews and reading reviews of um, Shadow of the Colossus. That is getting praised. Yes. Well, it, 
Shall we talk about that now, or do you want to? Yeah, no, jump in, jump in. We'll, we'll, we'll just quickly mention the other PlayStation Plus games. Knack. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I ordered pre-ordered Shadow of the Colossus the um, a couple of weeks back. I think I think I told you, didn't I? Yeah. Um, but I read a review. I read the Eurogame review. Review, and I thought he hit the nail on the head. He said. It's always been a great game. It's just it had certain technical... I'm paraphrasing, but it was basically saying it had certain technical issues before, mm-hmm. which is true. Yeah. Otherwise, it always has been class. You know, like the idea, the atmospheric build, the way you had to search out these... Is it 15 or 16 monsters? I can't Something like that, isn't that. it? Well, I say monsters, just giants. Giants, yeah. we really call them monsters. Because, um, <laughs> just minding their own business. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I am really. I mean, I've been wanting to watch some video reviews, but I'm trying to avoid everything. So when I put it on next week and I start it, I'm like, I can have that kind of initial yeah. wow factor again about it. Have you pre-ordered it? No, I. It was a toss-up between that and the inpatient, and I went with the inpatient. Okay, which we'll came in a bit then. Hopefully, a week ago, yeah, yeah, because Monster Hunters out as well, which is a lot of people are saying. How mad is it to have like two games about hunting giant beasts within a week of each other? Yeah, yeah. I suppose. But they're totally very different. different. <laughs> very different. Yeah. Have you been tempted by Monster Hunter? No, not at all. It's no. not. It's. I know it's very um, online focused, isn't it? And um, mm. it's the type of game I imagine a bit like a bit like say Left Dead on the Xbox 360. Yeah. Where the best you would get out of it is with friends. Yeah, definitely. See, like, Dead by Daylight is brilliant with friends, but you get away with playing that on your own because because it's horror-themed and there's a kind of that element of you're on your own in if you like horror films anyway. Mm. It kind of works that they can't actually communicate with your partners in the game. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It, it's also one of those games that it's a bit RPG-ish and it's massive time sync and it's one of those games that... Yes. You just... That, that would be your game forever. Yeah, that's what I was... <laughs> that's what I thought. Like, you, literally, if you buy that, that's got to be your game for the next... Depending on your gaming time. For me, say if it was Nino Kuni hours, 90 hours, it would have to be my game for the next three months. It'd be more than that, I reckon. It's one of yeah, those games... Yeah, I'm just saying, if, like, if you wanted yeah. to get it, complete it, um, get the platinum... I don't know how yeah. the platinum is, obviously. I'm just guessing at that, but... Um, it's a huge commitment, basically. Yes, basically, yeah. Like Nino Cooney, I got to the point where I just wanted to finish it. Yeah. But at least that's a one player game and you can slug on. Yes, yes. This one you have to like organise everyone and get together and uh, Yeah, I don't want to sound like I'm knocking it because it probably, I mean, I've never ever been interested in the Monster Hunter games if I want to. When the first was announced, I think it was back on the PS2. Mm. Um, I was like, oh my God, this looks amazing. But then when I read more about it, I was like, yeah, it's just not for me. I know that I'd, I'd. get bored of it within a couple of hours yeah it looks amazing it looks a bit like um not in style but that sea of thieves that's coming to xbox that looks yeah. great fun but you you have to have people to play with online just... with microphones otherwise it's going to be boring yeah i wonder about that sea of thieves i mean i don't want to go too far off topic but just quick obviously i'm going to try and get in the beta or um, whenever it comes around again, I think there's an open beta. Um, but I'm just curious, like, is there an end game 
fun you're playing, or are you just con- constantly like you know? I think it's. Going I, don't, to, um, I don't think there's an end game. Yeah, I'm just thinking like how many tasks and stuff, how many objectives is there to do in it? Because if there is a set amount, I mean, how much fun is that going to be doing the same things? And then you know, like just I don't know. Maybe there is. Maybe it is brilliant. The okay, longevity side of it. It's just like any online game. It's just online gaming. It's just the way it is, isn't it? There's no. There's yeah, not, there's I suppose that's why I, I question it so much because I'm not a big online gamer. Mm. I question it a lot because, but I mean, it's it's mad that I question that because like Dead by Daylight, which I really enjoy, it's very simple. But I, maybe the simplicity plays into the hands of that because yeah, you just go on, yeah, fix some generators, get out, help your friends, one or if you're the killer, kill everyone. Maybe the simplicity of that is why I enjoy that so much. Maybe I'm a little bit intimidated by those online games where there's a lot more to do than just, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that much commitment it's a bit like well, yeah. just saying, you just need to put so much time in it to because we've online gaming as well I dip in and out in huge phases so if there's a lot to do in remembering that Sea of Thieves I'd be like yeah so I've played it for like two weeks solid now I want to go back to some single player games for a month mm. and then are you left behind because you haven't played it for a month you know a bit like COD well I think it's not like COD in that you, no, not like but you, you, but, I mean, you, to get the most out of it, you'd need a regular two or three people to play with. Yes, all the time, like a team that need yeah. to be available at the same time <laughs> that mm-hmm. you want to play. Yeah, it's difficult when you have got jobs and children and stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 and that's the thing. Like because we're so, put, I know we're both are so focused on enjoying single player games and stories and that. I know for a fact like neither of us would really be in, in any form on any console Nintendo, Sony or Microsoft be willing to commit that much time to a game like that no not now when I was in college maybe yeah like I know you like Super Smash Brothers but I don't know how, how the online side works on that is it like you miss a month or two you go online and you just get absolutely battered like on Street Fighter by people who yeah, just pretty much like Splatoon yeah. I took some and it just ruins the game too doesn't it because it does yeah Totally. Right, we were talking about PlayStation Plus Game of the Month for February. Or free games moment, for February. What did we switch on to? We switched, uh, we went from... Monster Hunter? Monster Hunter, I think. Oh, Shadow yeah. of the Colossus, was it? Oh, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was tangents upon tangents there. <laughs> yes, it was, yeah. Like so, a section, a dream of a dream. <laughs> yeah. So, go back to um, PlayStation Plus Games. We briefly yeah. mentioned that Knack was the other game. Mm-hmm. Um, a game that I assumed was going to be on PlayStation Plus like a year after it started to that it first came out on PlayStation. It's been yeah, we all four thought that years, yeah, and it's finally come in. But it's been five pounds for mo- in most of the PlayStation sales. Yeah, which has yeah. been quite tempting just because it's so cheap. Yeah, it was four pound in January, wasn't it? Because I nearly picked it up and then I thought yeah, it'll go on plus next month. <laughs> <laughs> been saying that for years. Yeah, it actually has now. Um, I'm going to play it, I think. Yeah, I'm going to give it a whirl. Yeah. Uh, the PlayStation Definitely. 3 and Vita games, um, I'd never heard of any of them. And you've looked up their meta scores, and they're not not—they're not particularly highly rated games. Impressive. No. no. So we just brush over those. Something yep. to mention, though, is that um, That's You is going. It's not going to be free anymore. 
It's going off. Yeah, it's been on there for like three or four months. Oh, there is a VR game as well in there, isn't there? That's yeah. Star Blood Arena, is it? But that was on last month. Yeah, it's staying on. I think that's I think that's Sony's new ploy, like keep a play link or a VR game on there for a few months at a time, which is fair enough. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a good idea. Yeah. Gives people a bit of a library in case they want to jump into VR. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Playlink. I hope they do more with Playlink. I love that. I've got yeah, three Playlink games now. I've got Knowledge is Power, That's You, and Hidden, Hidden Agenda. Yeah, that's what I've got. Have you played yeah. Hidden Agenda yet? Yes, I, I started playing it, and then... As you know, my phone's dead most nights, so realistically I need to give it a charge on, say, Saturday afternoon and, and have a blast on it, finish it off. So I think it's only about two hours long, isn't it? Do you play the one player? Yes. Yeah, I'm waiting for people, for our friends to come around and I'm play with them. I tried to play with Danny, she wasn't really feeling it. But I'm going to yeah. mus- muscle it back on. Um, and we have, our, our, we have our mates that come over, we have a game night, uh, me, them and Danny. So I'll put it back on then. Mm-hmm. A bit of four player. That should be a bit more interesting. But I played that yeah. Knowledge is Power over Christmas with the family. That was good. Yeah. I think I won. Did it... I won every game, I think. No, Danny won one. I won all the rest. Yeah. But I don't know how. I don't know how I won the last couple of them. I came from nowhere. But yeah, they were good fun. I do want to play that. Have you not tried that yet? I've got it. I just haven't played it yet. Recommend uh, giving that a bash as soon as you can. It's good fun. It's not the questions aren't. Yeah, I do need to get on that. The questions aren't difficult. The questions are really quite simple. Most of the time, yeah. everyone gets them right. It's just the different. It's those little. It's those little. What do they call them? Um, things you can put on your, the opposite players. Yeah, yeah. What you do you can call like them? Slime them and. Uh, yeah. Them and it makes it harder to see the answers. That you have to tap. Yeah. Yeah, it's good fun. Get rid of the eyes, wipe the slime off, stuff like that, is it? Yeah. I, I recommend being the hot dog. <laughs> it's just a, it's quite right. funny. It'll get a few laughs. Oh. <laughs> okay, um, we're off topic again. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's go back to that. Let's go, right, let's go jump onto the news. Um, now, when we finished recording last time, just literally as we finished, I watched a Nintendo press conference that they aired mm-hmm. at 10 o'clock. Uh, and it was for Nintendo Labo. I think that's how we're supposed to say it. L-A-B-O. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is uh, a very simple looking game mechanic that comes with pre-cut mm-hmm. cardboard that you have to make into different things. And then you put your Nintendo Switch into it and it sort of becomes one with the cardboard and becomes extra things. It's like Lego Arts and Crafts meets games. Now I mm-hmm. saw it and instantly excited because um, I want to play with my little girl, I want to play with Nora. Um, and so I texted you the video and you were like, yeah, fucking Nintendo selling cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> you were not impressed. <laughs> we have to have um, yin and yang, don't we? We do. And it's good that we're not on the same hymn sheet all the time. So yeah, um, um, no, like I like the idea. I do not like the pricing at all. I don't care what anybody if anybody comments or listens to this and thinks, what well, you know, it comes with a game. We don't even know like 
I know what they're saying about it comes with a game, but we don't even know like if it's as simple as yeah, you build it, great stuff. That takes you an hour maybe to build like the smooth complicated like the piano one. I think the piano takes Which about probably two would take hours. you like thirty. Oh, does it? All right, so it's two hours. But then we don't even know if it's as simple as once you've built it. There's like one song or something, because you know what I mean. Or the fishing one is just like a fishing app. And do you know what I mean? Like some of the free apps you get. Now I'm not knocking Nintendo until we see it and get to read the reviews and stuff. But it's just. And then I saw the like the robot add-on, which I think was sixty or seventy pounds. Yeah, the robot um, is separate, isn't it? There's two packs. There's a variety yes. pack and then a mech suit, basically. Yeah. And the mech yeah. suit's £10. And I'm not saying it wouldn't be fun, but it's... I, I mean, I think I didn't get my point across to you properly when I was on about, like, Wonderbook and PlayStation Move and that. What I was trying to say was that... What's the support going to be like for this? Um, people saying... Yeah, if loads of devs start impl- um, applying it to their games, but that's the. I don't think it needs to. Is if devs start applying to. No, I'm not saying it does. I'm just saying that I've seen people saying this on Twitter, saying yeah, if they start adding it to their games, but then it's a case of, do they start doing extra development to add these to their games, or do they build a game around this? You know what I mean? And then mm. it's a case of yeah, right, let's get this out. Or you might get a load of people who've already got rid of it. I'm not saying that will happen. But do you see where I'm going? There's just yeah, yeah. lots of ifs and buts. But it's not like they've made... I think it's a risky move. It's, it's, I think it's clever, but I also think it's kind of a bit like Wonderbook, whereas Sony come up with this brilliant idea, and I still stand by Wonderbook. I think it was a cracking idea. It was just... just Sony ex- just, just didn't ex- support the thing. <laughs> just explain Wonderbook, because... Yeah, well, just explain Wonderbook, because... It well, was it's just... It's AR. Is, it, is it augmented reality? It was just like you, you bought... Um, if you had, I think... Was it a PlayStation Eye? Yeah. And you had this book, and you opened the book, and you had, like, say, five or six, maybe eight or ten cardboard pages in it. And as you, like, you open the book, you put the book there, the camera would see the book. And yeah. depending on what disc was in, the symbol, the symbols were always the same on the book. And then as you, it would say, like, for instance, um, Walking with Dinosaurs, then it would say, open up, and you'd open up. And then you'd have all the, you could turn to different pages, and on each page, some of them would be an excavation site, some of them would be like a forest of a river running, it'd be like find the dinosaurs, and you could turn the book around to change the angles and stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? Like um, an isometric view. And it was good, it was really good. H, she loved it. And there was like quick time events in there and little mini games and stuff. And um, at the end of it, especially the walking in with dinosaurs one, there was like a, puzzle, um, a, a, a big general quiz at the end about everything you'd done before. Mm. the Harry Potter ones were really good and they did a detective one called Diggs or something like that uh, but they just like they did with Move they they flooded it with like not flooded the Wonderbook but they flooded Move with um, shit content and then they just gave up on it yeah they never went for that killer app or invested in a big game like Until Dawn was meant to be that game for Move wasn't it and it just never worked, obviously, on the Move controllers, and then they just basically oh, yeah. started development a game for PS4. I, I honestly believe Wonderbook could have a good... I forgot about Until Dawn being a PlayStation 3 Move game. Yeah. I'm glad it wasn't. I think if Wonderbook came out, like, it's a time like now where the PlayStation user base is, like, huge, mm. um, and, like, they did sell a lot of those PlayStation cameras at launch, then it would have a lot more success, because I think the way indies are really coming out now, they would probably take advantage of something like that 
because look at the indies on the VR. They, I'm really shocked at the support it gets from the indie. Um, you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, Dev. Sorry, I didn't finish my sentence. <laughs> left it hanging. Um, it, is, it is being kept alive, not kept alive, but it is getting a lot of support off indie devs, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's getting. But I think it's not just it's not just a Sony thing, is it? It's 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 a PC thing as well. So that gets a lot of attention. And... Yeah, I just mean that. I just mean that if Wonderbook, I'm not saying it would be brilliant now, but if it came out now, I think... where there's a lot more devs. Porting the games from PCs and you know, put more. I don't know. They just seem more open to different things at the moment. Yeah, they do. It's more. Um, it's a lot more studios as well. I think. I don't think I've yeah. ever really. You've ever really spoken to me in that much detail about one the book, and that actually sounds quite cool. No, it does sound. It, I think it. Re- I mean, if you still got your PS3 and a camera, you can go into a lot of stores and find like the Harry Potter ones for like three pounds, brand new. And I would say grab it because I think like your daughter would, if you've got little kids like we have, like between five and eight, nine, ten, they would enjoy Wonderbook. It is a good little idea. So it puts the Harry the, Potter ones are brilliant, and the dinosaurs one. It puts the it films the book and the children and the lounge if it was in the lounge, so and puts that all on yes, the telly. Yes, you put it in a certain angle, yeah. And it puts yeah, it you go on, on the, the TV telly. and you can see yourself and behind you and the book. And then, like, as you turn the page, the book, like, you know, all the pixels and that start forming and it magically appears. Yeah. Like a dinosaur, like um, the desert or um, a potion class in Harry Potter and stuff like that. And it, I, I really enjoyed it. I played it with my son when he was a lot younger and we had a good time. He loved it and walking with the dinosaurs. Mm. Did it need a different book every game or was the book always the same? No, no, no. Different the... software. No, the book, you could, every time a game came out, it, you know, you could buy like a bundle with the book and the camera and everything. But it generally just, mine, I've got one book upstairs, I've got two books upstairs actually, because I bought, when I bought it again off Savvy, they sent me another book by accident. Yeah. And um, I've just, the book, you just open, the book's just there. It's like, it says PlayStation Wonderbook on there. They should relaunch it on PlayStation and, uh, 4. Because most people, PlayStation 4 well, sold a lot of cameras, like a lot. Everyone with VR has a camera. Yeah. It's something I'd, like, I'd say to you, like, if you ever sort it for cheap, don't hesitate to pick it up. Mm. Because if you've still got your PS3 camera and that, I think you might get something out of it. Mm. Yeah, I think Nora would like Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it's essential or anything, but I think it, the, the Walker with Dinosaurs game is brilliant and the Harry Potter one was. I'm wondering when to introduce her to Harry Potter. I think she's old enough to because we've run our our dog books, we've read them all. So we're on mm-hmm. to we bought a couple more, um, but they're a little bit too old for her. I'm just wondering mm-hmm. if the first Harry Potter book might be just the right sort of age. Not sure. How old is she? It's five, five, six, six, and a couple months. Are you reading to her though? She, cause oh she yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's not reading those. She's just she's doing really well with the reading. Um, but she's not reading books like that yet. Um, I don't know what to say. Um, Harrison reads like Roald Dahl, and um, there's another guy who's really famous. She re- reads he reads David Williams books as well. Mm. Um, I was just the missus of a day. Do you think we should start buying him the Harry Potter books to read because he reads them on himself? And she says, I don't know. But um, <laughs> I don't know why. He's obviously that. eight, nine in August. Some of the later. Um, Harry I don't. Books, though, are a bit too old for him now 
And because they're not like annual releases, he'd want to get onto them, wouldn't he? Yeah, well, I, I kind of. He, he takes his time with his books, to be fair. Um, I, I did read to them when there was little. Are you going to take this out of the podcast? <laughs> I did read I to them know. when there was little, but I didn't. I didn't read to them um, too much because I used to like listening to them reading. Um, I used to try and get them to read as much as they could for me. Harrison's a very strong reader. Did they read bedtime stories for you? <laughs> yeah, 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 basically. <laughs> That's my trick. When I'm, I can't get to sleep, I read the book, and then, you know, in about six, seven pages, you're ready to go, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Right, back onto the... <laughs> yeah. yeah. So tangent, we're going to tangent. From, from that, what was before we went from Labo. Yeah, Labo. Back to Labo, because you weren't convinced. And I was saying it doesn't need support. Because they haven't actually made anything that needs supporting. It's literally cardboard. No, no, I get. Yeah. The thing is that the no, switch I'm just saying becomes like, the thing. It just slots into the different things. It's just all I'm saying is, say if you build all this stuff, and you is it is it a piece of cardboard for each item, or do you have to reuse them for certain items? I think it's a sheet for each, or maybe more than one sheet for the piano, but it's one thing for each thing. You don't reuse them. Yeah. Right, so let's say you build it. It takes you 20 hours to build everything. Great. You play it all once. Okay. You play it all again. Are you then, after two weeks, done with it? And then you've just got to store it until your kid turns around and says, oh, Dad, I want to play Labo, which could be a month, two months, three months, the way kids are, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm saying to you. Like, I think that's are exactly the games how it would be. included... Yeah, I was going to say, the game's included going to have any real longevity... Longevity... Is it longevity? That's correct. That's the right word, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Longevity to it, or is it going to be a case of, yeah, you spend two hours to build this, great, that was fun, that was nice to do that with my son, daughter, etc., you know. Um, And then it's a case of, oh, now we've played the game for 20 minutes, done. I think that is it. Do you know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's I'm, I'm not knocking that. Because some people will love that, but I thought there'd be. I was hoping there'd be, like, say, the piano one, uh, piano lessons to teach you. You know how to do so much on there. There might be. It's a very small we'll piano. Anyway. It's like I guess the robot one will have a lot more to it. Yeah, I've heard people say that 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 robot one is. Is it called Giant Robot? The game that was shown at E3 a few years ago. And then being made by Shigeru Miyamoto, and then it got pulled, disappeared, and now it's reappeared, reinvented yeah. for Labo. I don't know what that game is. All we've seen of the actual game is a robot punching down buildings. Yeah. And you're controlling it with a backpack, a foot thing, something in your hand, and a mask, all made from cardboard and string. But it's functional. Yeah. It's not like it's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. That backpack looks incredibly technical. It's because it's mm-hmm. attached to your foot and it's attached to your arm. I think it's attached to your head. And there's, it still only uses two Joy-Cons. The one Joy-Con goes in the backpack. Um, the string goes down and connects to the foot and the arm. And when you punch, it pulls the string, obviously, and that moves something in the backpack up and down and that is like reflective and gets picked up on the IR sensor in the Joy-Con and tells the Joy-Con yeah. what to send to the switch so it all connected. I think it's amazing mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's going to be a very technical one to build that's a, the most complex one, that's why it's sold on its own 
but the piano is complex as well. And that comes with yeah. the other things, the house, which I don't know what the hell the house does. You build a house. I just have to laugh at certain things like the comments, you know, on Twitter, like Nintendo have done it. So all of a sudden, oh, Nintendo are going to create so many engineers. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Like, I'm thinking to myself, have you ever heard of a thing called Minecraft or Lego? And do you know what I mean? Like, all of a sudden, Nintendo, come up with, and I'm not knocking the idea, I come up with this idea, this mm-hmm. cardboard, mm-hmm. I don't know what you call it, like, and it's a good idea. Construction. But all of a sudden, we've got to thank Nintendo for um, England's success in, you know, well, not just England's, but the worldwide success of engineering in 10 to 15 years' time because <laughs> of Labo. Nothing to do with Lego, Mar, um, What's it called? Meccano, uh, Minecraft. No, fuck all them lot. Nintendo <laughs> saved the world. <laughs> I'd, I'd say it's more in line with Meccano than Lego because it's more going on. Yeah. More technical. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think it will teach them some basic physics and stuff that you don't learn from Lego. You might learn in Minecraft. I've never really got mm-hmm. into Minecraft. as you know, you know yeah. not my thing. But um. Yeah, and the Lego game, that big sort of Lego Minecraft game, that looks interesting. But I think it's mm-hmm. very hands-on and very buildy. I'm, I'm not going to say it's going to make loads of engineers, but I think it will teach some basic physics. It will stuff. help them gain an interest. That's all as far as I'd be willing to. Yeah, yeah. Go. Do you know what I mean? It could help them build an interest and not build. It's a bit of a pun. Build, <laughs> you know, help them gain a slight insight and interest in that. Yeah, bit of understanding. Um, yeah. I think it's fun. I think it's fantastic, and I don't. I don't see it as a bad thing. I don't see it as a bad thing at all. The price I find a bit, um, but mm-hmm. overall, I think it's a good idea. I just worry about for the price as well, longevity in it. So, well, you say that, but if you reckon it's twenty hours of building and and gaming combined, mm-hmm. that's more than I'll get out of some AAA games. Yeah, but at the same time, you could find a cardboard box and take kids to colour it in, and that would keep them occupied for an hour, and that would cost you zero. It Pence. wouldn't. It wouldn't keep me entertained, though. <laughs> no, yeah, but you're an adult. This isn't aimed at you. As Nintendo said, I'm quoting Nintendo yeah, there. This is for kids and people who are kids at heart. They also said. But I'm, just, I'm looking forward to doing it with Nora. That's what I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. We're not in the same. That's, I totally get this. that when when you. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think I might try and make um, a video of this. Me and her making it. Get mm-hmm. it on. Put it on YouTube, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I need a better recording equipment. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what's next on the news list? Now we've disagreed on Labo. <laughs> Should we go, go for the big one? Go on then. The big news this week. Well, the big rumored news. Yeah. What was the big rumoured news? Microsoft. <laughs> Nack's coming to PlayStation uh, yeah, Plus. Nack on PlayStation Plus. No, um, yeah. my EA uh, no. being bought out yes. by Microsoft. I don't think this is going to happen. And don't forget the other studios that was in the rumour mill as well. Oh, yeah. But Valve. PUBG yeah, right. Like oh, Gabriel's yeah, ever selling Valve. As if. Um, Activision Blizzard. Yeah, like they could, afford, they could afford them, but it would break the bank. And is it Bobby Kotick, CEO yeah. of Activision? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he'd have a bit to say about that considering his generous bonuses. Um, I heard um, Take-Two, yeah, because no offence, if Sony or Microsoft buy Take-Two, all the, the creative minds at Rockstar would just fuck off immediately. Do you think? They're not going to have... 
definitely because might you maybe not so much Sony because Sony do let their devs do what they not do what they want, but they are open to doing. You just got to look at the catalogue, haven't you? The games they'd that they make released. less money, wouldn't they? You know, they basically make less money. Who they um, Rockstar because they'd be only selling on PlayStation, presumably. Well, the idea behind it all is that if you buy EA or Rockstar, then everybody has to buy your console to buy. I mean, GTA Five is still in the top five of the chart in the PlayStation Four charts, yeah, um, and the UK chart. So, basically, the idea is you force people into buying your system if they want to play that game again. That's yeah. the idea behind the EA. That's the thinking behind the EA. Unless they're doing what we did with Minecraft and they're just getting money from everywhere, um, which is fair enough. Um, Minecraft's definitely like on every, every console going. Yes, well, FIFA isn't that one. I'll get to that in a minute. But with Rockstar, what I mean is if Sony bought Rockstar, which would never happen because they couldn't afford them, there's more chance of Rockstar buying Sony. <laughs> there is. Sony buying Take Two. Um, right. Um, it would be a case of Sony would probably just say, yeah, take your time, do what you want. They do it with Polyphony, they do it with other devs, they don't rush them to get games out generally. They did at the start of the gen. But they do have that kind of, right, we've got the user base, we're making so much millions, let's just let our devs do what they want to do, you know. Um, whereas, I'm not saying Microsoft would, but if Microsoft spent a shitload of money on them, I'd guess that they would be more like, right, we want this for this date, and it will happen, and, you know, I could be completely wrong about that. But this uh, is yeah, I have the same perception of Microsoft. I don't know whether it's because they're American, mm-hmm. or... I don't know. I just um, have the feeling that they're more sort of money focused than than game focused. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I totally understand that Sony want to make shitloads of money, and so do Nintendo. At the end of the day, mm. but you do kind of get that feeling from Nintendo and Sony that they they do want to make. I'm not saying Microsoft don't want to make good games, but they want to do something a bit different as well. Yeah. Like, like Nintendo are all about making good, fun games that everybody can enjoy. Um, which is what makes them money Microsoft and Sony yeah Microsoft's more so for adults and you, I don't knock them for that they have tried to make younger aimed games but you do get the sense that when it's with Microsoft it's, it is about the profit margins more than trying to like with Sony I get the feeling with Sony they're trying to get keep everybody happy with their diverse catalogues catalogue of games mm-hmm. does that make sense? yeah I'm not saying all the games are good <laughs> it's uh, opinion, isn't it? Yeah. But um, basically, back to Microsoft and EA, if they purchase them, and let's say they did purchase them, they've already said any Xbox exclusive will go on Game Pass day one. How's that? How would they make any money? They're not FIFA. How would they then make any money off Madden NFL? They'd be gambling on the loot boxes making money for them, but you'd be losing probably how many hundreds of millions on initial game sales? They'd have to just keep EA separate. They keep it as EA, not have it. Yes, but 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 if it was an X, but if that game was Xbox exclusive, it would have to be because it would be published by Microsoft. Mm. Yeah, true. But that I th- so I think it would just make. See, you buy the exclusives to get people to buy your console, but I think with EA or with um, FIFA and all those games. It makes more sense to keep them for every console, mm-hmm. like Minecraft, like they did with Minecraft. Have it on every console. It makes them more money to have it on all consoles. Yeah, that's 
that's what I was saying. Will they be looking at us? Let's buy EA. We're not going to keep all the games exclusive, but we know we're going to make a shitload of money every year now off these. It makes about it's, it's about a billion dollars a year, isn't it? Yeah, um, FIFA makes. I don't know if that's oh. profit or you know, like, but it's about a billion dollars a year. And I would guess Madden is probably around the same margin as well. Hockey, uh, it's probably a few hundred million. They don't lose money on that game, otherwise they wouldn't be making it. Mm. Um, and then you've got the other little ventures that they try and rip everyone off with, the like UFC and Need for Speed now and then. Mm. So I think what they would do is keep all the sports ones multi-platform and all the other stuff mm-hmm. Xbox exclusive. But they would have ex- certain exclusive. But it would be something daft like two weeks of exclusivity on Microsoft's consoles, like. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks earlier, it release on the Xbox One. Yeah, which right. would make a difference to a lot of FIFA fans. And then, you know, um, oh, that Legends mode only Legends would be allowed in foot, or it could be so as simple as foot mode is only on Microsoft consoles. Yeah, and PC. Yeah. It's an I mean, don't I, I don't think it will happen, do you? I don't think it will happen. I read some pieces today from like people who work in, um, I don't know who they work for, but the, you know, they know the shit and that they're saying. It would be, it would have to be a hostile takeover because like Ubisoft, they wouldn't be open to being overtaken over. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, um, straight away, you'd be looking at probably possible layoffs, mm. which um, EA w- wouldn't again be open to. Um and it, just overall, I think it's about thirty-five billion. And the bloke says it's thirty-five billion at the moment to buy EA. If Microsoft then are really interested in them, um, the sharehold, the, is it the stock price? Yeah. Would go, you know, the share price would go through the roof because the interest from Microsoft. So instead of thirty-five billion, it could be forty billion. Yeah. And then he said that would be like just under two years worth of profit for Microsoft. Would the shareholders be happy on spending two years' worth of profit on EA? And it's not a given that you will make money every year with EA. No. I mean, EA are a very much hated company. We slagged them up in the past. Yes. And Microsoft... I did say... They're not loved, yeah. are they? Outside of the, the Xbox no. gamers, Microsoft as a whole, the company... It's not they, like a They have improved the image the last year, though. They have done a lot of good things like backwards compatibility, Game Pass. Mm. Suddenly announcing all their Xbox One exclusives will be on Game Pass from day one. Personally, I can't understand the logic in that. I mean, from a business point of view. Um, but, you know, if they're willing to do that, fair play to them. I think it's a good will. Yeah, but what that it's says like to when, me. It's like when PlayStation were behind and they were coming back. And they said, okay, we're going to give you a free game every month. We're like, what? That's mad. <laughs> and now yeah. it's normal. What, well, the way I see it is Microsoft is trying to go to transition to games as a service. Mm. You know all about that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And that's Sea of Thieves is kind of games. Well, it is games as a service, and that's what I think they want you to do. So you buy these games, you stay with them. And they just fill them with loot boxes and microtransactions. Could yes. be wrong again, but that's my guess. Mm. That's where I personally think Microsoft are going to try and go. Um, if that's where they want to go, that's where they want to go. They're doing something different. But they could totally turn FIFA I into a game with service. Yeah, of course they could. They could just stop it's the annual 
releases and just do annual updates for a yeah. certain price and then you just yeah mm-hmm. um, alter the engine every so often yeah but um, I did see a funny comment on Twitter saying oh god I hope Microsoft do by um, EA as it'll be doing on all of PlayStation known as a big favour <laughs> <laughs> Like obviously, never having to, another EA game on the system, which mm. you know, I don't buy EA games. My son has FIFA, that is it. Um, well, he wanted I... Need for Speed. I wouldn't buy. I wouldn't buy it in because of the loot boxes in there. Yeah. When I heard the news, I was like, "Oh no, I won't be able to play." Oh, uh... oh, I don't play any EA games. <laughs> I used no, to, yeah. I'm sure I used to have quite a lot of EA games. I don't anymore. Well, they, they at that moment, didn't they? That that period where they're dead space, brilliant. Mirror's Edge didn't quite nail it, but it was something different, and it had to be applauded. Mm. Um, unravel, and then all of a sudden they just stopped. Yeah, and you just like mm, back back yeah, to all the same old sports game hasn't. Yeah, Capcom have the same sort of mentality though. Like, oh, the game hasn't done a ridiculous amount. Right, that ain't good enough. Just Jesus. Capcom are a shadow of their former selves now. Mm. But if EA didn't have the sports games, <clears throat> they wouldn't have much going on. Let's put it this way. If EA, this is the way I look at it, if EA, right, couldn't, if if, if Konami were allowed to buy the Premier League licence oh. every year as well as EA, yeah. how well would FIFA sell? I think FIFA would lose a lot of copies. Not millions and millions and millions, but they would lose, PES sales would probably, probably do a lot, lot better. Yeah, they absolutely would. My son play. I mean, when I said earlier about my son, I didn't buy Need to Speak to the loot boxes. Someone might listen to this and say, well, why is he allowed to play FIFA? He doesn't play Ultimate Team. Mm. That's why he has FIFA. He doesn't play Ultimate Team. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like... I'm lucky that he doesn't like all that grinding. Yeah. And the, the, the way you have to just gamble to get players, he doesn't like that. He'd just rather play it and buy his players in the proper transfer market, in the career mode. Um, so, that's fine. He loves Pez more than he does FIFA, but he doesn't play my club, because, says, again, he just says that's ridiculous and stupid. It's like top trumps. He says, hoping you get the players you want. Yeah. We're in a sticker pack. Well, it's, like, um, it's going back to what you saying about licences and stuff. There's one game, that a sports game, that FIFA... Notably, noticeably don't make and that's a baseball game and I found out yes. quite recently that they don't make it because not because but they don't the baseball teams one of the reasons yeah they don't have exclusive rights anyone can use the baseball teams anyone can make a baseball game oh I never knew that yeah and they can use the official teams yeah. official names all that stuff it's all it's a completely different rule book anyone can use it yeah and every year Sony make MLB the show and it does Okay, yeah. it does well. It's a good good sim, apparently. I don't play it, I don't know. But it does well. I think it's a bit better than good. I think it's meant to be shit hot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it's the one. But anyone can step up and try and make yeah. another one. And that's Sony exclusive, yeah. so Xbox don't have MLB The Show, I don't think. I think it's a Sony exclusive. Mm-hmm. But anyone can step up and make it, but um, EA don't Yeah, bother. it's for San Diego. Yeah. EA don't bother. I yeah, because like because you just says they can't because they can't force anyone else not to make one. Yeah. Having those rights, especially with the football, which is like the global sport, it just yeah. it it's such a such a head start. I'm amazed that um 
Pez does as well as it does. Because yeah, I mean, like, Pez like, does like well. Kid. Yeah, but like your kid is, he watches the football on the telly, and then he wants that experience in his video game. His only option is FIFA, yeah. really. It's got all the bells and whistles. Yeah, that is true. But he's, I'm lucky, really, that I have a, a lad who's not. Um, he does like. He, he did say to me the other day, "Can we get the proper teams and that?" But he, not to the point that he won't play Pez because he's mm. not that bothered about the names and licenses. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He just wants to play the best football game. So you've got like Pez play and FIFA for a couple. FIFA. He's got both. I, I, I obviously get just gave him um, Pez. It's just not. No, he bought. We bought him pens for Christmas. Sorry, because I got rid of my copy. That's right. Mm. Yeah, I I like pens. I think it's a brilliant game, but I just don't have time to dive into those games now. Yeah, I think if I played them again, I'd just go through the single player league mode. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, yeah. We'll possibly see. be. I don't. I, I I just can't understand why Microsoft would shut all those studios down and make all those people redundant for a year later to start saying, look, we're looking to buy no more studios. <laughs> why didn't you just pump that, pump that money into those studios in the first place and get them making games? Yeah, or just make a studio and hire a bunch of key talent and make yeah. a brand new studio. It's, you just can't get your head around it nowadays. No. I don't understand what Microsoft are doing. This is a, such a Microsoft move to be like, let's just I, buy the biggest games maker there is. <laughs> and have yeah, them on yeah, our let's team. Just, that's the way I look at it. Is look, we can't beat Sony, so let's just put Sony out of business. Yeah, let's just buy the like EA, the biggest. What game do they need? They're relying, oh, they're relying on Activision and EA. Let's just buy them and force them out of business, so yeah. we've got the market. But it wouldn't work like that because then you just get lots of people go, you wankers, and flock to Nintendo. <laughs> Well, see, That's I, what would happen. I wouldn't miss EA. I'd be more gutted if they bought Ubisoft. I'd be, I'd, I'd I'm be not more gutted because if they, they, if they had enough like, games, I'd go and buy an Xbox. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is what they want. I would be more upset if they bought somebody like Capcom. Ubisoft make Ubisoft make good games, but I prefer the catalogue that Capcom. Like I bought Resi Seven the other day, and I can't name more off the top of my head. But they they're just make different games don't they whereas Ubisoft I feel like it's just they make good games but they're very similar in my my eyes yeah. like Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed they're not that different really open world Far Cry open world but first person perspective yeah so I wouldn't trust me if either of them went yeah I think when EA were doing interesting things they were doing interesting things they've both sort of stopped quite recently haven't they yeah, I mean, they did those Valiant Hearts and Child of Light, and then they haven't done nothing since, have they? No, Ubisoft. Rayman. Rayman, they just re-released and re-released and re-released. They didn't change it much. Yeah. Uh, and the last Rayman game is absolutely fantastic. Mm. Anyway. But it I probably think... didn't sell well. <laughs> I need to pick one up on Switch. That's it's what I need. Right, let's move on. <laughs> um, what have you been playing, Dave? Right, what have I been playing at? The Wolf Among Us. Hand of Fate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, well, I'll go Hand of Fate first. Hand of Fate is a... Right, this is a hard one. It's a card game. You sit at a table opposite a, um, a sorcerer or something, I guess, and he deals cards, and 
he puts say six cards on the table and you have to get from the to the from one side of the card deck to the other side. You have to you don't have to go through every single card because the way the cards are set out. But most of the time you have to go through the majority of them. And you want to anyway because sometimes you meet, might meet a maid who can give you extra bread, which is food and um, weapons or health. And um, sometimes you might be ambushed. But the beauty in it is when you do go into a fight, it is Batman Arkham controls oh, yeah. from the series. So, yeah, so you have punch, dodge, stun, roll, um, and R1 and L1, all your special powers which you get from gaining cards. Um, it's brilliant. So it's like two games. Um, I bought the first. Yeah, it's like a role-play game, but a very, if I can understand it, it's a very simple role-play <laughs> game. Uh, but, but basically, at the start when you start, there's um, this kind of cupboard which opens, and you've got to unlock the cards to fight each boss. But you unlock them as you go along, so you play the first one, and you you open that card deck, and it'll show you the boss. Now you might have to go through one, two, three set three decks before you get to fight this boss. And on the way, you'll say, flip a card over, and it'll be you come into a valley, and um, you see a skeleton at the bottom of the valley with a sword. Do you climb down the vines, which look strong enough to hold you? So then you climb down the vines, and then as when you do that, instead of rolling a dice, it gives you four cards because the vines are strong. Three of them will be swords, one of them will be a skeleton. If you land on the skeleton, it's classed as a fail, and you lose health and points, and then you still get the weapon. Mm-hmm. But if you do it successfully, or one of the cards will be a huge success, the weapon then has a better chance of being something more um, exclusive. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I think so. I think I'm following this. It, it is. I think in a sale, if you bought it, I think you would be like a bit like me, like kind of be a bit nerdy about it and think, you know what, this is really good. <laughs> and then the combat sections are really good as well. And so, you can have like perks in them, like where every time you land a blow, um, gold falls out of the enemy, so you collect more gold. And then when you when you're going through the cards, at some point in the cards, you'll come to a shop. You don't have to enter the shop, but you, you you're best off to to restock up on health and food and sell some of your items. Sounds good. What was going to say? It is it is good. Yes, it's, it it's hard good. for me to explain it because. Because I'm not. Because somebody actually said on CVG, I thought that was a card game. I said it is a card game, but the actual combat when you actually go into the, when you get ambushed and go into the fights is like Batman Arkham Asylum. So are you moving it's really good. It's not smooth. Yeah, basically you just move a little plastic thing like a figurine on a table, but then when it says you have been ambushed, who and then it'll say two dust, two skeletons, whatever, and then you go into the map and you'll have. Four enemies on there. Two of them are skeletons. Two of them have like these brothers from the desert called the Dust or something like that. And um, you just have to beat them. And some of them will be far away, shooting arrows at you. And sometimes there's traps in the map as well. So does it look like, like a board game that. until you go into a fight on screen? How is it looking? Um, it, it's, it's, it, it looks like a, there's a man. You both sat at a table, but it's first person perspective. And there's a man opposite you, and he's cloaked. And um, he has a deck of cards. He has three decks. He puts one next to him, and then there's two by you. And each deck represents different stuff like weapons, mm. um, health, food, whatnot. And then he shuffles some cards and lays them out. And he might lay out six cards in the shape of, let's say, a Z. Um, so you start on the first one. You have to make your way to the end, which is the stairs. And when you get to the stairs, you can either quit out, or you can just keep going down. And eventually, the last card will be on the next deck or the next deck or the next deck will be the boss fight. Mm. 
and that's the end of that story. And then you go back to the main menu, and then you pick another deck of cards to play. So is there no end? Which will have a different boss fight. There is an end game. You just beat. I think there's twelve or fifteen different bosses, and then you you can enter the endless mode. Mm. I would honestly, it's hard for me to explain it well because I've never played this type of game before. But if you see it in the sale, I think the first one's five or six pounds. There is a sequel. Buy it. Hand I'm, I'm not sure you will enjoy it. And yeah, Hand of Fate. It's I recommend highly, highly recommend it. It's so much fun. Mm. Cool, and you've been replaying The Wolf Among Us, which we've mentioned quite a few yes. times. You finished it again. Yeah, I finished it again. Do you try and play that it's once a year? Just so good. Um, I don't try and play it once a year. When I get the, the urge to play it, I try and go through it again because it's just so good. When <laughs> I went back through it again, uh, I think that was my I think it was my second or third time. I think it was my third, first time on PS4, but my third time through it. It just looks so good. I mean, I'm not saying it looked better than the PS3 version, but it looked nice. I forgot how good the voice acting was and the the um, the score, is it the ambience, the atmosphere in it. It's just mm. so good. And it was one of the games where, I, you know, like, I can't remember how I first played it, but I didn't want to be a complete bastard in it. Whereas, like, but, but at points when, when um, Bigby gets mad, I was like, you know what, man? Fucking rip your whole head off. <laughs> you know what I mean? But and the option comes up, rip their arm off, and I was like, no, I've gotta be I've gotta be the good guy this time. I wanna be the good sheriff. Oh, so the first time so, you were angry, this time you're being good. Yeah. First time I ever played it, like when you know remember the fight with um, Gren in the bar, mm. I ripped his arm off. And then when I went to the funeral later on, it was like You ripped his fucking arm off. <laughs> you didn't you know, and all that stuff. And I was like, jeez. And uh, but I just love it. I think it, if I ever sat down to the top ten list of my you know my all time favorite games, that would be in there. I'm not sure where it would be on the list, but it would be in there. I should probably do that. You know, we probably I, should do that. I was just thinking, I'm actually going to try and make a top ten games list. Yeah, I'm trying to do, do like a little paragraph of reasoning as well. But we could do that. It could be fun. Yeah, I'm going to do it. That could be next week. Next. Next podcast we'll, we'll present. That can be the whole podcast. We'll just talk about that. Yeah, all right, that sounds good. Yeah, we'll do that. Top 10. Uh, right, let's move on um, because we've been going on for was, the clock's at an hour, but we'll be a bit to edit out. Let's just, I'll quickly run through what I've been playing. I've been sticking with Stick of Truth. That's really good. I keep thinking mm-hmm. it's going to get boring and repetitive. This is a South Park game. Yeah, um, but it keeps. I mean, it's almost like different episodes because um, started off just yeah. fighting. It was like a kids' game of like elves versus um, warlocks and stuff, like make believe kid stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> but it keeps escalating. Bit like an anthology. Yeah, but it keeps escalating and getting crazier. I've uh, met the. I don't know how far this show reaches back because I remember seeing the episode with the little dwarfs who steal the underpants. Do you remember this? I think it's about 18 years old, I do. Well, that episode? Would you not... Oh, oh sorry, the actual show? Yeah, it's it's got to be old now. But this episode, the, yeah. the gnome, the gnome pants, unless they've reappeared in subsequent seasons, because I haven't seen South Park. <laughs> but I remember the gnomes that stole underpants from way back when, and I've just been on a whole mission mm-hmm. involving them. I got shrunk down, and I was going around pipes beating up rats and... 
it's really good. It's really, really good. I'm still enjoying it. I'm loving it. I'm not at the end yet. I've got, um, I think mm. I'm getting near the end, but I'm not there yet, but I'm still loving it. I've finished all three <laughs> games I was playing on Switch. The Zelda DLC, done and dusted. Loved it, obviously. Yeah. It was a bit more disjointed than the main game. Um, I did find myself wandering off and not being quite as interested, but then I'm 220 yeah. hours into that game, so that might just been that. We had the best dungeons, um, best divine beast, uh, the motorbike at the end that you get. Yeah. Everyone knows about the motorbike. It's not a spoiler. It's quite disappointing. It doesn't <laughs> handle particularly well. It's just nice to have it, and you mm-hmm. can drop it into the map at any point. Um, Tiny yeah. Metal, which I slagged off a bit last time. It's like the um, Advanced Wars type game. I got quite into I'm it. Crazy. Went... Last time it was on here. You said you went back into it and you was enjoying it. Yeah, I texted you that. Last time I was on the podcast. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, I said it was a bit, yeah, and I wasn't really enjoying it. It's yeah. good. It was good. And I think I know what the problem is. I think it's the AI. The AI isn't quite up to scratch. So it's it's not much of a challenge. Yeah. If you can just get enough yeah. units, you can just roll around. You just roll over them every time. But I finished the plot. Mm-hmm. There's a new game plus, which I think will introduce a um, harder difficulty and... I saw lots of points on the map that I never got to, so I don't know if that will introduce those. I might go back through it. Yeah. And Steamworld Dig I finished, which was really good, really tight, okay. um, tight platforming. Uh, quite a good, not story, but it kept you going, kept you moving around, retracking old places, lots of power-ups to introduce new sort of ways to explore. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Metroidvania, they call it, don't they? Um, bit like yes. that and that was good I got to the end finished it and there's loads of things I still had to do but I'd finished the story and I've not been back in and I just thought if yeah. if Nintendo if Nintendo had a trophy system I think I would have gone back in and, and squeezed some more out of that game because I wanted to keep playing but I'd yeah. finished the story and it was like oh that's kind of you wanted more you wanted a reason like... yeah I wanted a reason that's what I wanted so yeah, that's me caught up. That's, that's what I've been playing. Um, so let's talk Netflix Club, because we both watched Jane yes. Doe. Well, you'd already seen it a few weeks before I picked it. This yeah. film wasn't what I was expecting, the autopsy of Jane Doe on Netflix. No. When I read the little synopsis... It wasn't. No, not at all. I thought it was going to be two guys doing an autopsy, and they uncover some, like, dodgy stuff maybe like a police cover up or they get embroiled in something yeah. bigger that's what I thought was going to happen and turns out yeah. it's, a, it's a horror film <laughs> and that uh, Jane Doe is actually a witch from like the, yeah. whenever Salem took place the witch hunt in Salem yeah. and it's actually quite scary it got under my skin that might have been because I didn't know it was a horror story I wasn't braced for horror it creeps me out. She's not a witch, is she? Don't, don't they create the witch by treating her like a witch? Is not what they get at. They, they weren't sure, were they? They said, what if no. all these like rituals and stuff they did to this innocent girl turned her into a witch? Yeah. Which is witchcraft. Yes, that's it, yeah. So if that's witchcraft, yeah. then witches exist. So maybe she just was a witch. It's not really yeah. clear. But I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It kind of lost me when the older guy stabbed the younger one's girlfriend with the axe yes that was a bit I didn't like that bit I didn't because like that bit. how did you get in 
Hey, did you get in? Yeah. That was what annoyed me with that. So you have to pick it apart because you don't want to pick films apart. But when they kind of say to you, look, there's only one way in and out of here. <laughs> but then she's suddenly in there and that she hasn't come through the lift. Yeah, it kind of ruins it, unless you came down the lift when there was in the office, but you don't get that kind of idea, do you? It doesn't seem to come out. No. That uh, that lost me a little bit for that. She was in Sherlock, she was in a... In the American version of Sherlock, what's it called now? Oh, Elementary. You know, the one that I like. Elementary, yeah, she was in that. Um, yeah, that kind of... Didn't, I didn't like that, and... Did you see it coming? When he when he no, I, that I, knew she, I knew she I knew she was going to return and I knew she was going to die, but I didn't think then. I oh, thought okay. she was going to return at the end and like find them dead, and it was going to be kind. It was either going to be she finds them both dead or, and she turns and like the witches there, like eh, you know, they kind of jump scare. Mm. But I think there was a better way to end it. I, I mean. Carry on what you were saying. I'll tell you where I... I'm sure I wrote a little paragraph on it. I prefer, preferred it, would have preferred it to end my brother. Well... What was you going to say, sorry? I, I saw the accident coming. I thought he was going to stab this uh, walking dead thing because they can't see it properly and they're going to look at it and it's going to be the girlfriend. I knew that was coming. I could feel yeah. it. So I didn't like that I guessed it. I didn't like that it happened. Yeah. I hate that. You, you, you want to get it right, but when you do get it right, you kind of feel like, oh, well, I didn't want to get it right, <laughs> especially <laughs> yeah. in a horror. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I was a bit disappointed with that. And from that point on, I feel like the movie turned there and it got, it was really good at the start and it wasn't quite so good at the end. And yeah. that was the turning point. But overall, it was good. I yes. enjoyed it. The, the investigative and fact-finding parts were great, weren't they? Yeah. When they were finding out what was wrong with her, this and that, that and this. And even the bits when all the bodies was gone, I was like, ooh, this is good. Yeah. But then, and the ending with a little toe twinkle, I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> you, know, when yeah. she's in the, you know, when she's in the um, band yeah, at the end and yeah. the toe twinkles. It just twitches, doesn't it? Personally, I think, I think they should have ended it with um, some, is it animatronics like they did in the thing? What was that? Do you know what I'm on about? No. Is it, um, no, is it Robotronics or Animatronics when, you know, in the thing? Have you seen the thing? A very, very long time ago. I don't remember much about it. Well, well, you know the thing, like, when his head comes off and then the legs, the spider legs sprout out and he starts running around the room? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I would have preferred it if she, you know, when there was, like, looking at the table towards the end, the dad and the son, they're looking at the, not looking at the table, they're looking at the cloth and then like really she just gets up slowly mm. behind them you know what i mean she actually moves and like i don't know like a rib cage bursts open or something she's like <laughs> kind of turn not burst but like slowly breaks open you know they broke her ribs mm. you know yeah, they put they the ribs out something like that something really gruesome but not overly like sore gruesome but like you know cracking of limbs and stuff as she like kind of comes back because she's is she I can't think is she um, what do they call it and when you go stiff rigor mortis when you die rigor mortis she hasn't got it has she no but then she's supposed to be like very 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 old it's, she's a weird case yeah isn't she? something that yeah, bugged me she's still me. alive inside isn't she yeah yes. yeah something that bugged me I just yeah 
was when they at the start before the girlfriend leaves and they're all just being like normal people and she wants to know mm. a bit more about what they do and she's like well why the bell yeah and he's like oh yeah and he tells the story him. about how sometimes you know you want to make sure they're dead and if they get up and walk around with them making noise because back in the really old yeah. days you weren't always sure and she goes so why do you yeah. do it now and he's like well i'm old-fashioned and then he didn't put a bell on the Jane Doe. No. It, it bugged me. I don't know why. No. It's like, you, you, why for that one and not for any other ones? Just stick a bell on all of them. Maybe he puts a bell on them. Maybe puts a bell on them once they, before they go in the drawer. Yeah, maybe. Before they go on ice. Hmm. I don't know. I just would have preferred if she'd have got up and done something, waiting. you know, and terrorised them. They kept showing shots of her, didn't they? I thought, she's going to blink, she's going to blink, she's going to blink. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for her to blink, and she yeah. didn't blink once. You know, like when he when he's, when he's begging her to take him instead of his son at the end, mm. that was a perfect moment to get a bit exorcist, like she just gets up or she slowly turns her head, and that would have kind of, kind of might have freaked me out. Like to say, oh my fucking, mm. you know what I mean? Like all this time she's actually been alive while they've been chopping her up and stuff. Mm. That would have been even worse, because you'd be like, oh Jesus... Yeah, because her brain was active, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because they they looked at her brain under the microscope and it's like teeming with life. I feel like we're ripping it apart, but he does a lot of things right. He sets it up brilliantly. The first two thirds of the film are great. He just starts, like, even the bit in the the bathroom when he turns around and he can see the shadow in the shower, beyond the shower curtain. Yeah. He goes, Dad, and there's no one there. And that bit was really good. He could feel the tension. And the banging on the door, but then it fell apart. And like you said, after the axe part, it just kind of. Yeah, as I say, it. right. I can imagine the director, the writer, the director thinking, "How do we finish this now?" A bit like JJ Abrams, we've got this great idea. <laughs> How are we going to finish it? That that's the thing with like ninety nine percent of horror movies. The build up mm. is never as good as the pay. It's always better than the payoff. That's why, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not claiming this to be a great horror film, but one of my favourite films, not favourite, but one of the films I really enjoyed as a child, youngster, I still enjoy it now, is Jeepers Creepers, because it's, it's set up brilliant. Man chases him down the road in a van, then you see him throwing dead bodies, dead, red um, cloths down um, this tube. And you're like, shit, what's going on? He loses it a little bit when it shows you that he's like a demon and you see him and he's like ripping the tongue out. Have you seen Jeepers Creepers? No. No, well, you see him then ripping this tongue out, this bloke's head, like after this highway chase. It sets it up brilliantly because you, you never know he's a demon. Then when you do find out he's a demon, it loses its bit of its chill. Mm. But then at the end, you're like, well, how are they going to beat him? He's in this police station. He's, he's determined to get these two kids. He's, he's so determined to get this brother and sister. And at the end of it, like, she says the the woman who's like a psychic says he only feeds every so many years, and um, you know he can smell the fear. And like the sister says to the brother at the end of Jeepers Creepers, it says to the demon, he's got the brother in the corner, and he's he's holding him, and like the police have got him surrounded. And she's like, take me, take me, let him live. And like he just flies off with the brother, and he ends. And then at the very end, she like comes at the police station to her mom and dad, and like her brother, I can't remember his name, he's gone. Mm. and at the very end the camera goes up into the sky goes over the ocean goes to this factory and in the factory the brother's there because he kind of um, waxes them and he's got no eyes and the jeepers creeper is there behind him 
um, and he's took his eyes out and put them in his own head. And it's kind of like it's bleak. It's not funny, but it's bleak. And it's, I just thought, oh, the only way you can really end a horror. I have seen that. I have seen that. Yeah. So and, I, I always, I always like it. So I always think the best way to end a horror is just be bleak about it. Really. Yeah. It's a horror film. Not you haven't. Yeah, you haven't got to be bleak at the end of it. But you, if it's if you can't think of a great way to end it, like it with um, the original Freddy and stuff, then you know. Mm. Just go with what feels natural for the film. Yeah. Can they beat him? No. Let him win. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Get, let him get close and then throw all that goodwill and hope that the audience had rushed right back at him. Yeah. Not every film should do that, but, you know, I right think that would have been the best story. way. I mean, to but, be I mean, fair, they in... tried to do it in that. Yeah, I was going to say, in, in um, this. Uh, what's Jane Doe. Jane Doe, Autopsy of Jane Doe. Autopsy of Jane Doe. Everyone dies, don't they? Yeah, but it doesn't she feel. She kind of wins. It doesn't. It just. She does, but it kind of feels like I don't know. It it, feel, it, it doesn't feel. It feels effortless in a way. Does that makes sense. I don't know. It just. It didn't have the impact it should have. I should say. No. I didn't really understand. But I enjoyed what was it. Going on when the old man started having his bones broken and stuff. He's like, "Take me, take me." It's like. Yeah, because basically she's saying, don't hurt my son, um, I'll be the sacrifice that you need, or whatever. I didn't know they needed the sacrifice, that wasn't really clear. Well, that's what that's the way I looked at it, unless like, he thought she was going to take a new body, which was going to be his. But then she basically kills him, doesn't she? And then she kills the son at the top of the stairs, is that right? Yeah, she comes back as... She pretends to be the father. Well, yeah, maybe she is the he father. He turns around and it's his dad. And he falls through the banister, doesn't he? Yeah. Like I say, it wasn't a bad film, but it wasn't a great film either. I, I just picked my film and forgot it. <laughs> I <laughs> really liked the first... I just disappointed with the end, because the beginning, up to the axe, was fantastic. I really loved it. It was getting creepy yeah. and under my skin, and it went in the direction I wasn't expecting, because I didn't know much about it. Mm. And then it just sort of got lost its way. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Mama. I, I loved Mama, but the very end of that was a bit shit. Oh, God. The ending of that is dreadful. Hmm. But the, the start's so good. Where does it start again? Uh, the, I can't remember. This is the whole build-up with the kids. with the They can see the thing in their room, and it's hear it pattering around, and it just builds and builds and builds. Yeah. Because she looks after him, doesn't she, in the forest or something? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Something like that, isn't it? Yeah, at the very beginning. You should watch that again. Yeah, it's, it's a good film, that is. I, can't, I think I've read something, but what's the director who made that making now? I don't know. I don't know who directed it. I did read about it. Yeah, but... Um, he made Troll Hunter, didn't he? He made Autopsy of Jane Doe, and I like, I like both of those films, to be fair. I don't think Jane Doe's good to great but uh, I'd say if you're a horror fan it's probably worth watching mm. Just, there is worse I've watched worse horror films oh yeah <laughs> easily yeah so next week's choice yep hit me with it your pick this time I'm just tr- I'm stuck between two films pick one. one of them's a part one and oh. I don't know when the second part's coming out so I don't think I should choose it no don't pick that one no, no, we won't give her that one. 
Um, right then, I'm going to go with. I'm going to. I think. I don't know if it will interest you as much, but I think I'm interested in watching. I'm going to go with Concussion. Will Smith. What's it called? Concussion. Concussion. About the American football players. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen it? No, never. Not even. Have you seen it? it? No. It's. I think it's a true story. It's about um, you know um, American football players with the mm-hmm. head injuries, and about um, I think it's about the NFL or the lawyers or um, hiding it all, the brain damage that they receive, you know, getting from all these tackles and stuff. Yeah, I think it got a couple of Oscar nods. Not sure if it won last year. It? It's meant to be very good. So a couple of years back. Mm. So give that a whirl. It was either that or it was going to be the new animated Godzilla, which is about two hours, but I thought two hours and we don't even know when part two comes out. It's a mm. bit. I don't know. I didn't know there was a new animated Godzilla. Is that like anime style? Yeah, it's manga. Mm. That's what I was going to pick that because I thought you might like that. Mm. But um, I thought two, I think it's close to two hours, but with part, it does say part one on the listing. Netflix original. So, but. No, it's not out. Before we do the next part, I could have picked Mute. Mute? Yes, you know, the, um, Duncan Jones, who made Moon, mm. Source Code. Love Moon. Warcraft, his new film, Mute. It's a Netflix exclusive. Oh. And it looks stunning. Set in Belgium. It's, it looks like Blade Runner. And it's a detect, it, I think it's detective elements to it. Um, I think it's Bill Skarsgård, or one of the Skarsgård brothers plays the main role. It's got Paul Rudd in it. There's a new thing out. Um, check out the trailer. New thing out this Friday on Netflix. New series. That's a it supposed I've to be a checked. Blade Runner thing. I think. Oh, I um, Altered Carbon. Yeah, that. Yeah. That looks. Yeah, good. it looks all right. I'll give it a whirl. Yeah. yeah so, and what do you reckon after this film we should pick a, um, a show? Um, or wait I, th- I think we should stick to films we can have a show going yeah we could do yeah it's just an blitz film if them good that's the only yeah. problem <laughs> yeah. I know we've done this before like OJ Simpson I've, I finished that in three days that OJ Simpson versus the people that's good though that was just very hooked good on it. I haven't played no games for like three four days because I've just watched that and every time I turn PlayStation I'm like oh, right, I'm going to get back on that now <laughs> where you turn it on to play a game and spot Netflix you know yeah you know, you know when you get that moment where you think what shall I play what shall I play oh so I did I'll just go on Netflix yeah <laughs> right is that everything we've yeah, is that a wrap so yeah that is that's the end Netflix club next time concussion you say Will Smith was in it second mate you say Will Smith was in that yes cool Will Smith concussion it's good that's the next one I've heard good good things about it yeah cool it was either that Godzilla I was going to pick Circle with Tom Hanks but I don't know much about that yet yeah that's on my list I've been on my list since it first popped up on Netflix and I've been looking at it and I think damn it should we change it no 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 no. I'm up for concussion Circle's okay it tempted me enough to put it on my list but I've never thought I'm going to watch that do you know what I mean okay okay yeah hmm Oh, there's a couple of good films in there, horrors. Mm. I watched this the other day. It's like um, Jason Blum House. It's called Creep. Oh, you ever heard of it? No, I don't think I have. Yes. And it's a low-budget horror house. film. 
open house, my brother said, that's all right. He said, it's worth a watch. You know what? I should have picked that. I forgot about that. Uh, no, it's good to that. have a different, like, not a horror one. We just had a Yeah, a different genre, yeah. Mm. Check out Creep, though. You might like it. It's only about an hour and 15 minutes. Um, it's kind of like a black comedy. Mm. But it's, it's it's got a few scares in it, but they're like, you see them coming scares, but they still make you jump. Yeah. You forgot to talk about The Impatient. Oh, I did. Shall I quickly talk about it now? Did you? No, no, oh, I mean, I did yeah, forget. I so. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, oh, that wasn't that rude, was I? Go on then, let's have a quick chat about it. Um, well, I stuck it in for the first time today. Um, yeah. So I've had it a week before I played it. Stuck it in today. Um, mm-hmm. Disappointed so far, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Um, it's quite slow. Is it on rails or do you move around yourself? You move around yourself, but the movement's so difficult. Yeah. It's You mm-hmm. can go forward and back. You can't strafe, mm-hmm. so you can't drift to the left, drift to the right, and you turn with the right stick, obviously. But you are, you turn in, in chunks to stop you feeling sick. Mm-hmm. So you turn like thirty degree shunts. You can switch it to yeah. um, free, so you can just turn at at will. <clears throat> but that made me feel yeah. quite ill quite quickly. So I went back to the shunting. Yeah. It just makes it difficult to line stuff up because you can't drift to the side a little bit it's just straight forward straight back but because you can also yeah. look with your head wherever you want I'll be like looking to the right and then I think okay I'm going to yeah. go that way so I push forward and I start moving away from it because I'm I'm not facing to the right my head's turned to the right yeah so I'm just adjusting to that um, oh god it's quite a slow quite a slow start um I I'm maybe linking it to Until Dawn has helped with sales, but it's not helped with expectations. Let's just say that. it's um, yeah, it's not there yet for me. I need to play. I haven't played it for very long because um, I was conscious that I had an Amazon parcel coming and I didn't want to miss it. <laughs> so I'm not going to yeah. hear it in his headphones. Can't risk it for too long. So um, I came out of it and played some South Park, but at first impressions were a bit a bit disappointing disappointed yeah so far so will that be a play it and trade it or keep it um it might well be a play it and trade it to be honest if it doesn't improve mm. I will finish it though because yeah. I just because I'm it's a prequel to one of my favourite games VR. yeah I saw an a uh, um, short clip of someone on Eurogame playing it and it made me jump bad <laughs> I've got to admit that but um yeah I think Someone made a good point on the, C- the CVGSC forum the other day. They said um, they had such huge success with um, Until Dawn that they kind of stretched themselves a little bit recently with Until Dawn, Rush to Blood, Rush to Blood to the Head, Hidden Agenda, Now the Impatient. He said, and Mag says, I just think they need to get back to focusing and developing one game. Yeah, yeah that's very true. Yeah. Though, to be fair, once you've yeah, written... I don't know how big the studio is. No, I don't. But once you've written... The inpatient, the writing team. Yeah, it's kind of done, and there's not a lot. So far, there's not a lot going on. There's not many different rooms. There's not many different uh, characters that have been like designed so far that I've seen. I'm very early on, mm. but I get the feeling I'm not going to meet many different people now. I think. Yeah, I'm just stuck in this sort of dream wake cycle. The freaky stuff tends to happen in the dream. The when you're awake, it's I mean, it's getting more interesting. It's coming together a little bit. When you're awake, it's a bit more slow-paced. 
the dream stuff's where it gets really okay. freaky. I think the bit that made you jump, if you saw the same clip I did, that's in a dream. But then there's yeah. the question of is it a dream, is it a memory? Because you're in, you're in the ward for like memory stuff. Yeah. I don't know, it just hasn't it hasn't hooked me. I was very excited, that could be the problem. Yeah, you, I, I know you was a bit hyped for that, because I remember you saying like, you was having that instead of um, Shadow of the Colossus at the time. Yeah. So I did ask you, I just remembered, I asked Shadow of the Colossus before, didn't I? Yeah, Shadow of the Colossus would have been a more enjoyable game, but I haven't oh. played it already. How good would that be, though, for E3, they just announced an Until Dawn sequel? That'd be amazing. But I, that, I yeah. don't think they're gonna. Have, I don't think that will happen because, like you said, they've just been busy making these three games that have recently come out. Yeah. But then, yeah. how many people did they dedicate to each one? Because they're all semi. Well, I can't see Hidden Agenda taking a huge amount of time. No. And I, I, I'm not gonna guess too much about the impatience because I'm not sure how long it is and whatnot. But um, I've got a feeling they've, they've been slowly working on it. It was a big sales success. I think it sold over two million copies for for them. Mm. It's a great game. Yeah, and it went to three on plus. Yeah. It is. I wouldn't be surprised if they're slowly toiling away on it and we got a teaser. Yeah. E3. Maybe. Oh. They're obviously keen to expand the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just hope that if it is until dawn two, it's you know, if they're adding a VR option into that one, make sure you make it available for everyone by normal. Yeah, it needs to do what they did. You know what I mean? Them. For a normal gameplay. Yeah. With um Resident Evil Seven. Have it like that. Yes. Completely VR? Or completely Did I tell you about Resident 7? You mentioned it earlier, yeah, I've just remembered. I'm sorry. Are you, um, you playing it? No, no I apologise, I was going to expand on it now. Are you um, started it yet? No, 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 I'm, um, I'm not finishing. No, I think I'm finishing anything. I think I might start it, you know. Uh, might be talking about my next game. Once I finish South Park, um, that was my game to go back to, Resident, 7, Resident Evil 7. Because mm-hmm. I started and stopped. Mm-hmm. So I want to go back to that and finish it. That'd be quite good. Then if I if you do go back to it, I'll start it as well. Yeah, I'll probably take me quite long to finish that though, because I can imagine I'd only be able to do like 30, 40 minutes per night without pooing my pants. <laughs> so I've played what I played so far. I've played nearly entirely in VR, and it is scary. Yeah, in VR it's scary, but I think it would be easier not in VR because of the controls. It will control better outside of VR. Yeah, I've heard some people say though, like it controls okay, but you can tell they've purposely made the controls a little bit awkward to make the survival horror element work. Because if you help, if it controlled as well as a normal first-person shooter, that it just the fear factor would disappear from it completely. Well, I don't know if that's why. That's what we're saying on CVG. Yeah, I think I think it's more to do with the sickness thing. It controls a bit like um, the impatient. Where you, you turn in sections, yeah. you move back and forth, but it's quicker moving. It's really, the impatience is really slow walking around. That's another frustrating thing. There's no run button. It stops you feeling sick, but it gets a bit frustrating. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we were wrapping up a minute ago. Making me want to play until dawn now. <laughs> yeah, I know, I want to wrap play until dawn. <laughs> I said I was going to do it at um, Halloween. That now. didn't happen. It's, it's quite a long game, though. That's one thing we forget. Yeah, yeah. It's a good it nine, ten hours to complete that, unless you let everyone die straight away. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to go through and keep everyone alive because a couple died on my playthrough. Oh, don't make so. On my first playthrough, I only lost one. You only lost um, one? Right at the end. I only lost one. It was the girl, um, the blonde girl, you know, and you have to stay still in the cabin at the end. Oh, yeah. I had the, comp- the touchpad, kept it still, and then she just 
it said it moved and she died. And I was like, no! <laughs> Just how... one character and I would have got like... Uh, well. I, don't, I don't know how you kept... There was one girl. It might have been a boy, actually. It was when they were dangling off a track. Yes, I know you're on a base. And I, I... Someone died. I can't remember who, boy or girl. And I was like... Oh, one I... minute, actually. Did I lose two? Because I think I lost... I think I lost her as well. Yeah, I, I, I was like, I don't know how you stop that one dying. I, I think I it's options leading up to that to help you there. Yeah, it could have been. I couldn't see a way to keep her alive. And the other one I lost was the one of the really early ones, the blonde girl. When you're um, like trying to get her undressed or not get her undressed, and you're going to get steamy, and I lost her. She got killed. Oh, I do need oh, to really play that, game. that game. <laughs> That was good. It was. Right, let's wrap it. Wrap it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been the We Don't Grow Up podcast. You can catch me on Twitter. I'm at Anthony Hulse. Dave is at Dave Holmes82. Uh, we're also at We Don't Grow Out. Uh, that's Instagram and Twitter. Uh, the website, obviously. If you got this from iTunes, we'd love a five-star review. That'd be fantastic. If you didn't like it, don't review. It's fine. And um, we'll catch you next time. (laughs) (laughs) Don't review. Bye. (laughs) Five-star reviews. Okay, and the Hitman Go games and that. Um, Mag recommended to me um, Slayaway Camp. Yeah. Have you heard of it? No. It, it, it was on iOS, um, but and it was free on there. I think it's free to play on there. Um, but I had it on there ages ago, um, or on Android. But I'm going to buy that because it's got all the DLC and everything included. What's it called? Okay, Tomb Raider Go. Slay away camp. It's like Tomb Raider Go, but like you have to, you're the killer and you've got to kill the victims. And there's mm-hmm. like as many little moves as possible and stuff. Is it made by the same like, people? Um, Minecraft. No, no, no. It's like Minecraft style graphics. It's one. I think not won awards, but it was nominated for loads of awards. Got loads of um, praise and good reviews. Yeah. Just depends if it's your cup of tea, doesn't it? I like those games and um, I love slasher films and stuff. So straight away, double appeal. <laughs> Saying you saying um, Minecraft graphics there maybe maybe for some reason think of the South Park game I'm playing. I've just gone to Canada and it's gone from traditional mm-hmm. South Park style graphics to like an old top down eight bit style. Because obviously the joke is that Canada is that to take the piss. Yeah, so far behind. <laughs> yeah, so far yeah. behind. It's quite funny. Yeah, I was just gonna say, but are they Canadian themselves, the makers of South Park. I don't think they are. No. But the South Canadian Canada just takes a kick in every time. But it's it's so over the top, and you know it's not right. It's just yeah. funny. And the can and it would be um, if the Canadians were stupid or not nice, it would be mean. But they're all just like really, really nice. Yes. <laughs> and like they love yeah. the people. So it's kind of like not not a dig. Yeah, they they don't take offence to it. No. But I mean, the Canadians in the in South Park are really nice and just like cool people oh I thought you meant yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah 
So it's like they're taking a dig at saying that they're really far behind, but they're actually all just really nice. And all the Americans are like a bit vile, aren't they? It's really good. So I'm really enjoying so far. There was a scene last night um, I was playing it, and um, you know, I said I shrunk down with the gnomes. Yeah. Yeah, I was, um, I was shrunk and I'd snuck into, I think it was my own parents' bedroom. They were discussing. It's, it's just sort of been revealed that they've moved to South Park and they've been keeping something from me. Um, yeah. And they were discussing it in this cutscene. And, they, and they're like, oh, well, no, we shouldn't tell him. But you might remember when it's ended. She's like, the mum's like, no, we shouldn't tell him. She said, oh, let's not talk about it anymore. Just fuck me. <laughs> and then they start <laughs> fucking in the background. <laughs> South Park style. Yeah. And like boobs are flopping everywhere. There's chopping styles and making these grinding noises. And then my character ends up in a fight, like a turn, a turn-based yeah. fight. The proper the, the start of the game, underneath them doing yeah. doggy style. So in the top of the screen, oh. big boobs are swinging around. And every so often in the fight, I've got to push up to dodge these massive testicles that swing in. Massive boobs. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, just God. this big heavy sack swings in. I've got to dodge it. <laughs> That's disgusting. It's so South Park. Yeah, yeah. No line. Really no, no PC, no lines in those there at all. No. Although you say that, I've hit a few bits, um, and it's got, and it just comes up with like the European stars and um, a statue like, looking annoyed. I think it's David, the statue of Michelangelo. Yeah. David. And it's like, oh, we're sorry, Europeans. This bit has been censored. You were going to enjoy, it, and it tells you what was going to be happening. And I thought, oh, this is like, yeah, it's like a joke, and they're just saying it's too bad, but it's not really. They just haven't done anything for this bit. But then I was curious, so I looked at an American playthrough, and there's scenes that are literally cut in Europe. Oh, cool. Um, but there's one in, like, it's sort of like day two in the game, because you go to bed and you wake up, and there's, like, a new sort of thing happening. So in day two, yeah. um, I end up on an alien ship with um, Stan's dad, and he's getting, he's getting an alien butt probe, and that's just censored. But in America, yeah. he was getting an America. He was getting an anal butt probe, and you, there's like yeah. a mini game you play where you're pressing the right buttons to get it to do the right thing. And if you go wrong, he gets a very painful butt probe. <laughs> yeah, and that got cut. And then two more things have been cut, but I've not looked into what actually was going on. I think earlier today I mm-hmm. tried to do. Um, I was pretending to be a doctor, and again, Stan's dad was dressed up as a woman. And I had to give him an abortion. <laughs> that got cut. I don't know what actually <laughs> happened, but I had to pretend in front of some FBI agents that I was giving Stan's dad an abortion. <laughs> and that was cut. Did you get the first game with that? Yeah, this is the first game. I've downloaded. Oh, the this first is the game. first game. You still haven't started the second even, one yet. No, I don't even started the second one. I'm going to take a break between oh, them. No. Is the first one available to actually buy on the store? Was it just just for second for people who bought the second game? I'm not sure. I don't know if you can buy it on the store. It's really good. It's genuinely a good game. Yeah. Laugh out loud funny. See, that's what would annoy me. I'd, I don't know if I'd ever play the second game if it actually playing the first now. After <laughs> that sounds. I don't think there's any continuity. No. I'm sure I'm missing loads of in-jokes from the show because I haven't seen it for years. But it's still, it's still yeah, funny. Yeah, that's... Same as me. Yeah. It's been so long since I saw it. There's one character, I don't know what his name is, but he's he's on crutches and he's got a stutter. I do vaguely remember him. Did you ever see him? 
Yes, um, he's like Timmy from um, the Christmas Carol. Is that you on about? Yes, it's like not. It's not Timmy, but it's someone. I think he's in the same. I think they came around the same time, and he's got the crutches and he's got a yeah. stutter. And every time he just cracks me up. Every time his stutter is hilarious. <laughs> it makes me laugh. And he, he's one of my party. I can select him. He plays a, a flute. That's his special ability thing. Yeah, it's a really good game. Play. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, I do like Obsidian. To be fair, they're a talented studio. Imagine if they had a big budget, what they could do. Mm. Well, this is this is good. I'm happy with this. There's loads of mini games and side yeah. quests, and it's it all ties to the show and the characters really well. Yeah, it's just it's just clever the way they go. Um, like one of the first bits when you meet Cartman and he gets you to join his game and join his team and you're like mm-hmm. you know when you first get into like a new game world you're seeing what you can do and you're pressing the action button and drawers and things like that I went up to Cartman's yeah. mum and pressed action and Cartman just goes don't talk to her she's not part of the game and he, <laughs> he, he means the make believe game that they're playing but it also means obviously that she's yeah. not part of the video game so don't bother talking to her yeah <laughs> she's so clever <laughs> I wonder how much they have, how much writing they do, the two guys who do South Park. I mean, they just come up with the story, they come up with all the jokes and stuff as well. I think they do it all. It's just them two, and they make it in a week, each episode a week. It's like made the week before it goes out. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. No way. That's why it's so always. Do you think just so... them two wrote the game? I, yeah, I think they did. And I think they were annoyed at how much they got wrong and they didn't bits they didn't like, and that's why they signed on to do the second one. So I'm gagging to play the second one because the yeah. first one I'm really enjoying. No way, I want to play Neve said all that. <laughs> it's really. Good. have a look. I'm, I'm going to reboot my PS3. There, so I might have a look for a PS3 copy. Yeah, yeah it'll be the same game, won't it? Just see yeah, hundred percent. See if you Just... can get the um, get the bundle like I got. That's probably cheaper now. Yeah, you just got to be careful, haven't you? But it, um, because the digital codes run out in some of those games nowadays. Oh. Yeah, I didn't think yeah, that. I'll have a look, though. I'll have a look. Anyway, I'll let you get going. Turned into a long one, Dave. Glass of water. 